slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Price! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Marcel with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the midweek edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody is doing well, and uh, we have got plenty to talk about on today's show. We'll be looking, among other things, at what the Islanders' outcomes could be this season. What would be a successful season? What would it take to make this coming season a successful one? And also on the flip side of that, what would cause the season to go off the rails. So we'll talk about that range of outcomes a little bit later on on the show. We also will discuss some other hypothetical things like which Islander prospects are most likely to make contributions to the team this year. And of course, we have our Islanders birthday of the day and a lot more. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. We have got a lot to discuss. If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to shoot us an email. The email address, as always, lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we are happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest signings, trades, rumors, and anything else happening concerning your New York Islanders during this offseason. So let's get started, and we're going to take a look right now at the realistic possibilities that the Islanders have for this season, and it's going to be an interesting year. You know, here's a team that has made the conference final in back-to-back seasons, and yet in neither one of those seasons were the Islanders outstanding In the regular season. I mean, in 2019-2020, if COVID didn't interrupt things, the Islanders may not have even made the playoffs. They were really hurting without Adam Pellick. And, you know, if they went with straight point total, if there were only 16 teams in the league, they wouldn't have made it. If you went by percentage of points, they would have squeaked in. Last year, the Islanders were the fourth and final seed in their division as they had the different playoff format, no wild cards and, and, and all of that. So realistically, it's a very different scenario. You know, this has not been a dominant team, and yet you get the playoffs underway, and the Islanders certainly uh, have certainly played to their potential and gone on consecutive 
long playoff runs. And obviously, in the NHL especially, that's what matters most. So, in the upcoming season, obviously, injuries could be damaging. And I think one of the areas that, you know, if the Islanders do not have a successful season, some of the reasons for that, I think, would be losing one of their top offensive players. You know, defensively, there is depth. But as far as, you know, bottom six forwards, the Islanders probably have like nine or ten of them right now on their roster. But top six forwards, not a lot. Now, again, could they add a player before the season starts? Very possibly. But we saw the effect that the injury, for example, to Anders Lee had on the team this past season. And now there's no Jordan Eberle. So losing a guy like Matthew Barzal or Anders Lee or Brock Nelson or Josh Bailey or Anthony Bavillier, you know, those top two-line forwards, losing them for an extended period of time would definitely have a negative impact on the Islanders. And, you know, right now when they just have enough offense to get by, not having that little edge could make a big difference and, and make this season fall short of expectations. The other way, I think, is if they lose either uh, Adam Pellick or Ryan Pulak for an extended period of time. Having those two guys on the roster is unquestionably a huge thing. I, I think that it allows Barry Trotz to play the kind of system that he really wants to play. And without those, you know, we saw what happened two years ago when Pellick missed significant time. The team's performance really fell off, and we certainly don't want that to happen again. So keeping those two healthy, yeah, you know, you miss a game or two here and there. That's one thing. But, you know, to lose them for an extended period of time, which happened back in 2019, 2020, that would be a very... A bad scenario would lead the Islanders to a situation where they probably would not live up to expectations. The expectations, though, realistically, this team views itself, and rightfully so, as legitimate Stanley Cup contenders. And are the Islanders the most talented team in the NHL right now? No. Are they even in the top three or four? Probably not. They are so well coached and play such smart, disciplined hockey that what you get from the New York Islanders is they maximize that talent. They are difficult to play against. So to me, you know, you you keep your goaltenders healthy. You get that little bit more offense than they had this past year. And I think the addition of a healthy Anders Lee will make a big difference, both offensively overall and on the power play. So, you know, if Anthony Bevilier, Matthew Barzal, if they take that little step forward, Oliver Wallstrom, certainly capable of taking that step forward. Uh, Noah Dobson, capable of taking that step forward. And Ilya Sorokin, in his second year in the NHL, fully adjusted, I assume, by then, to life in Long Island and North America, to the English language, to playing on the narrower NHL rink, to his teammates, 
All of those things are areas where the Islanders could improve upon. And again, we're not even talking about the contributions of a Zach Parise or of if they do bring in another offensive-minded forward, a top six forward, you know, how that player contributes. But overall, you know, if the Islanders get that little improvement offensively and even just stay the same defensively, I think we're looking at a team that has the potential to, again, reach the conference finals, maybe even go beyond that, reach the Stanley Cup finals for the first time since 1984, and maybe even win a Stanley Cup for the first time since 1983. It is possible this team is deep enough, good enough, talented enough. A lot of things would have to break right, but I'll tell you, hypothetically speaking, for the Islanders, it is not unrealistic to assume this team should be contenders for the Stanley Cup in the coming season. We've got a lot more to talk about, including which prospects are most likely to contribute to the Islanders' success this year. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counter person orders the parts or his or her computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for more than 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of different manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So when it comes to prospects and the New York Islanders, there's a few things you always have to keep in mind. Uh, One of them is that this team tends to not trust younger players all that much. And it is an issue for the Islanders. Barry Trotz and Lou Lamorello as a front office and coaching combination. Both of them are among the best in the NHL right now at what they do, and you've seen the results since they've both joined the Islanders organization. But both of them prefer to stick with veterans who have been there and done that, and they're a little more hesitant to trust younger players in big roles. And that limits the number of young prospects who can come up and really step in and get the job done this year. And especially when you look at the glut at forward that the Islanders right now have. That being said, there are still some prospects who could see some time. Obviously, the first one that comes to mind is Kiefer Bellows. And, you know, with Bellows, the thing is and remains not the fact that the Islanders don't think he can contribute offensively. We know he can. He's got the heavy shot. He's got good size. He is a player who also, you know, is starting to get up there in years. And 
you know, if he's going to make that jump to full-time NHL player, it's got to happen, I think, either this year or next year. Then you start to think he's not a prospect anymore. But the issue with Bellows for the Islanders, and in, for Trotz in particular, is what he does when he doesn't have the puck. Does he play sound positional defense? Does he back check? Does he take a hit to make a play? Those things are what will earn Kiefer Bellows a chance at some more ice time. The other prospect uh, among the forwards who I think has a shot at the roster is Otto Koivula, uh, another former top pick who has performed well in the minors. Uh, and we'll see whether or not he gets that chance. He's, he's got the size also that you like. Certainly the skill set, Koivula a little younger than Bellows. The question is, of course, is he ready? And, you know, if Oliver Wallstrom moves up, let's say, to the top line or the second line, maybe that leaves space for either Bellows and or Koivula on the third line. The problem, again, with the Islanders, you've got so many bottom six forwards on this team entering training camp that I'm not sure that you're really going to see any of these particular players have room for a big role. If they bring back Palmieri, Zajac, and add Zach Parise, you know, not a lot of open spots, let's put it that way, among the forwards. As far as the defensemen are concerned, the the three that I could think of who probably have the best chance of possibly making an impact. And again, you're talking about the third pair because we're talking about Barry Trotz and his reluctance to trust rookies and younger players. But to me, you're looking at Parker Witherspoon, Bodie Wild, Samuel Balduck, and Robin Sallow. Those are the four players. Wild is a right-handed shot, so I don't think he has... Uh, as much of a chance, but Robin Sallow, Samuel Balduck, Parker Witherspoon, all left-handed shots, and if the Islanders are unable to make a trade in order to uh, replace Nick Letty, and they feel that, you know, Noah Dobson is ready to step up and be on that second pairing, well, then maybe you have room for one of those prospects to step up step in and do the job. For Wild, you know, we talked on Monday's show about the possibility of the Blues being rumored to be interested in uh, acquiring St. Louis native and second pair defenseman Scott Mayfield. And I think the only way a right-handed defenseman uh, finds a, a a permanent regular spot in this Islanders lineup in the upcoming season is if they deal away uh, one of those players or if an injury hits, uh, let's say a Scotty Mayfield or uh, an Andy Green, and they are forced to, you know, bring somebody up to take their spot. So to me, Again, maybe we're talking one defenseman and one forward out of the players that I listed who have realistic chances of earning some regular roster time on the Islanders. This team, realistically, 
not that they're not planning for the future, because they are. Make no mistake about it. Uh, you know, Lula Morello always does a good job with the draft, even if he doesn't have a first-round pick, and he hasn't had one now for the past two seasons. But be that as it may, Lamarillo emphasizing winning now, going with veteran players, and maybe I think we see one of those forwards that we mentioned and maybe one of those defensemen that we mentioned stepping in. And even then, believe me, I think, you know, what we saw with Kiefer Bellows last year where he played three or four games and then was benched or then went down to uh, the taxi squad. Realistically, any young player who comes up to the Islanders and starts to contribute this year is going to have a fairly short leash when uh, the season gets underway because the Islanders have trouble trusting their younger players. When we come back, we have our Islanders' birthday of the day, and it is a player that won two Stanley Cups with the Islanders. See if you can guess who it is. We have that and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Built Bar celebrates freedom of choice. You know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors. Just listen to them. Strawberry, double chocolate, mint brownie, raspberry, German chocolate, cookies and cream, and one of my favorites, salted caramel. And if you haven't tried all of the nine permanent flavors, you can get a mixed box where they'll send you two of each of them. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they are healthy too. Check out these macros. Each bar has between 17 and 18 grams of protein, between 130 and 180 calories, just 4 or 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 or 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. And Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Calm. Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. It's that time of year again as all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including Online's biggest half million dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest. $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at Bed Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. We want to wish a very happy 68th birthday to former Islanders defenseman Bob Lorimer. The Islanders drafted him in the ninth round back in 1973, which was the second draft the Islanders participated in. He spent four years at Michigan Tech and then went 
to the minors before joining the Islanders for his first game in 1976-77, became a full-time Islander in 1978-79, and remained with the team through the end of the 1980-81 season. So Larimer was on the first two Stanley Cup winning teams, but then was traded to the Colorado Rockies for the 1981-82 season. They became the Devils, and he finished his career in 1985-86 with New Jersey. Lorimer had 529 career NHL regular season games, 22 goals, 112 points, 431 penalty minutes, add 49 postseason games, the majority of them, no, in fact, all of them, with the New York Islanders. Three goals, 13 points, and 83 penalty minutes in those games. And Lorimer is overlooked, again, when you have defensemen, you know, like Dennis Potvin and, and Mike McEwen and, and Gordy Lane and Ken Morrow. These are guys who are going to get a lot more attention than Bob Lorimer. But Lorimer was smart. He, he was steady. And he was a key contributor to the Islanders. We're going to look back at one of his better games with the Isles. A playoff game, no less. May 10th, 1980, the NHL semifinals. Uh, now they would call them the conference finals. But back then it was the semifinals. At the Nassau Coliseum, Islanders going up against the Buffalo Sabres. Bob Sove is the goalie for Buffalo, while battling Billy Smith, the Hall of Famer, is the goalie for the Islanders. And in the first period, it looked bad early for the Isles. Gilbert Perrault, his ninth of the playoffs from Bill Height and Richie Dunn, just two minutes and 26 seconds into the game, giving Buffalo a 1-0 lead. And then Perrault scored again at 6.53 from John Van Boxmeer. We're not even seven minutes into this game, and the Islanders trailed by a 2-0 margin. But... A little more than a minute after the second goal by Perot, John Tanelli answers for the Isles, his seventh of the playoffs. Dwayne Sutter and Stefan Pearson with the assists at 8.08. After 20 minutes, the Islanders trail 2-1. to one. But in the second period, the Islanders' power play goes to work. With Van Boxmeer off for hooking, Mike Bossy cashes in. Who else? His sixth of the playoffs, Bob Bourne and Brian Trottier with the assists. We're tied 2-2 in the opening minute of the second period. And then, our Islanders' birthday of the day, Bob Lorimer gets his first of the playoffs. Bob Bourne and Butch Goring with the assist at 11-11. At the end of 40 minutes, it's the Islanders 3 and the Sabres 2. Dwayne Sutter extends the Islander lead midway through the third, his second of the playoffs. Clark Gillies and Butch Goring with the assist. And then Bob Bourne, an unassisted empty netter at... With exactly one minute left in the game, Clark Gillies was off for tripping, so it was also a shorthanded goal, technically. That clinched the win. The Islanders skate away with a 5-2 victory in this series and clinch the series in six games. And here's the thing. For our Islanders' birthday of the day, Bob Lorimer, he had the game-winning goal. He was also a plus-three and had two shots on goal. By the way, who led the Islanders in shots on goal in this game? Wayne Merrick, who had six of the Islanders' 31 shots. Good defensive game for the Isles. They hold Buffalo to just 24 shots on goal, and Billy Smith made 
22 stops to earn the win. And this sent the Islanders to the Stanley Cup final against the Philadelphia Flyers. And it clinched the Islanders' first ever trip to the Stanley Cup final. So again, uh, a very happy and healthy 68th birthday to Bob Lorimer. His birthday is actually Wednesday, uh, August 25th. And uh, we wish the Toronto native uh, a very happy and healthy birthday and many, many happy and healthy more. You know, betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for today's episode. We'll be back Friday with a new episode as we discuss all the latest rumors, free agent signings, and trades that the Islanders may make. And we will also talk a little bit about our top 50 and make sure you check that out on Locked On NHL, where uh, me and all the other experts from each of the 32 NHL teams, we voted on the top 50 players in the NHL. And we'll talk a little bit on Friday about which Islanders made it and uh, where they uh, fell in that survey. Until then, everybody, have a great day. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.